When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you play this the other day? I did not, no. Okay. I I think, Andy, this is not a guess. I want to bounce it off Andy. I think it's Ella Fitzgerald. No, it's definitely not Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, it is Ella Fitzgerald. It, this is Ella? Yes, it is. It, Remastered, just, Andy. There's ah. no way this is Ella Fitzgerald. It is. I, it is. I have a Christmas thing that I thought it sounded like her. This does not sound like Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah, all right. So we're two for two. Okay. Well, even though you got it on your second guess. That's the Jewish mulligan. Yes, it is. Um, okay. so The Jolligan. There you go. Um, so, you ever go in the Urban Dictionary? Yeah. All right. I apparently need to. <laughs> that, that's an open-ended statement, John. You absolutely need to, regardless of the context. All right. So, Bergman, do you? I have no idea what this is. Okay. Andy, do you know what a Riz God is? Not until this story that we're about to get into broke. Jorge, no, did, I did you not. had you ever heard that term before? Not until today. Okay, so here's what we're talking about. Um, Sham Sharania is there's only two people that break news in the NBA: Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski, and Shams. Sham Sharania, the mentor and the mentee. Yeah, they uh, used to work together. Shams left the nest, and now they compete for every big mm-hmm. NBA scoop. So Shams is kind of like an independent contractor. He goes on a lot of different... He goes on stadium. He, he works goes, for the Athletic in stadium. Right. Okay. Um, and he also goes on a show that's part of a fan duel network called Up and Adams, hosted by Kay yeah. Adams, who used to... Kay Adams used to be the one female host on Good Morning Football. She left, and now she's off on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, Kay Adams is young, attractive, good on TV. And she likes Shams. She thinks he's a good-looking guy. She flirts with him on the air all the time. So... I'm watching them the other day, and they start talking about how Shams is a Riz God. R-I-Z-Z is the first word. G-O-D is the second word. If you're wondering what the heck a Riz God is, you're not the only one. I was wondering, but K actually goes on to the Urban Dictionary and, and figures it all out in this clip you will hear now. And dig into this a little bit. Basically, I made a joke about you and I, like, st- starting a family together. Is that what I said? Whatever I said, it looked like I was shooting my shot at you, which maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. But the internet went crazy with it. And I just want you to explain to me, what is a Riz God? I honestly don't know. I still don't know. I've, I've, I've been reading tweets about it. I've tried, you know, my brother's 20. Oh, let's look um, it up. You know, I, I asked him about it. I, I don't know. Okay. So, no, no, no. no. Oh, know, I know. I guess, Let's look up Riz God. I don't know if God. we can pull up Urban Dictionary. Oh, I am. Here it is. To be one with the ability to spit immense game with ease towards a female and make them fall into a charm over you. Because all I got was, Riz God, Riz God, Riz God, Trump is the man, Riz God. <laughs> Uh, so now Listen, you know what it I, is. I mean, maybe I'll take it. I don't know. I don't know. I, at least they're not hating on me. You know, I'll take that. All right. So I'm I'm not the only one who doesn't know what a Riz God is. When I first heard the clip, I actually heard the Riz God, Riz God, Riz God part yeah. first. 
I thought she was saying RZA, the guy from the Wu-Tang Clan. So I was like, what, what is she talking about? I had no idea that a Riz God was a thing. Now, what does that mean? You're just playing it for the heck of it? I think it feels like we're, it's like, we're learning uh, something. It's like, ah, uh, aha yeah, moment. Well, so if you wondered what, her, if, apparently it's a compliment. <laughs> yes. It is your ability to reel in a female with your charm. She's saying that Shams has game. Whether Shams is even trying to he says he's not. use his game. I believe him that he's not. Yeah. Um, but I found that quite strange. I that Well, now everybody knows what a Riz God is. Okay. So this <laughs> this weekend, this weekend, Andy, um, the Miami Dolphins are heading to Buffalo. All right? Um, it's cold. Yes, it is. In Buffalo. It's going to be... They're expecting a bunch of snow on Friday and Saturday, and game time Sunday, they said it could be, like, the the whole field could be white. Now, Miami is, of course, a warm-weather team, and Mike McDaniel is their coach, and he's apparently trying some Jedi mind trick on his team to convince them that the weather is is just a, a state of mind. He says, quote, I plan to do zero monitoring of the weather. The only way to prepare for the cold is just tell yourself it can't affect you. All right, call me an idiot. But of course weather can affect you. It's weather. It's not a state of mind. It's an actual thing. If you can't feel your fingers, you can't throw the football. Isn't he being incredibly naive and dismissive here? No, he's lying. He's lying and trying to get his team in the right mind frame to go out and play this game. Like, what good does it do him to tell his players, man, you guys are you guys are effed, man. You're not going to be able to feel the ball every no. single hit. You're, it's going to sting. No, ask, ask me. I'll pretend I'm Mike McDaniel. Ask me about the weather. How do you think the weather is going to affect this team? Oh, it's going to be great. Have you guys ever played in the snow? It's so fun. I, I'm, I keep telling our guys, we live in Miami. We never get to play in the snow. You know, when you were a little kid, all you wanted to do was go play in the snow. We're going to be ready for it. If you look at our roster, we got guys from uh, Pitt and Boston College and Syracuse. And uh, these guys can't wait to get to Buffalo. And by the way, we're not the only ones playing in the cold. They have to play in the cold, too, and we're going to be ready. Here's where I think you're falling wrong. First of all, everybody knows playing in the snow sucks. Like, it really does. I love playing in the snow. No, no, playing football in the snow. It's less painful when you get hit. Actual football. (laughs) Secondly, I'm sure that Mike McDaniel has taken the temperature of his team, I guess literal and figurative, and has realized these guys are not looking forward to going into the snow, into this cold. So he's trying, instead of trying to psych them up, he's actually just trying to go mind over matter with them because he understands his team. But here's, he said, he had, he says, the only real way we can prepare for it is mentally deciding if it's going to matter or not. It's, weather is not a state of mind. Weather is a state of being. If the, if the field is frozen, and it's an ice bowl, you've got to adjust. Maybe not throw the ball as much. John, you've done this for a long time, being in sports media. I don't need to be the one to tell you. What they say to us isn't always what they say to them. (laughs) Again, like I said in the beginning, he is lying right now. Mike McDaniel is in the act of lying, which is fine. He doesn't have to say the truth to the media. He's not required to. But make no mistake, the man is lying. He's not buying his own BS. Okay, do you think... The fact that Tua 
Toglo, Taglevoa. Do I sing? Am I saying that right? Tua works. Um, Tua is the worst cold weather quarterback ever. I mean, ever. If you look at his stats, he in in cold weather, he's his his QB rating is like twenty. Um, <laughs> wow. Do you think because of that, Mike McDaniel is is downplaying weather to yes. to get Tua yes. ready? This is this is all about you know knowing his own team what what they react well to having taken again literal figurative temperature right. inside that locker room and i think he knows his team is not going if you if you actually think that he's trying to sell them on something the whole you're going to have fun angle he knows they're like no we're not this Ber- ain't fun bergman is ignoring the weather an acceptable way to deal with this game on sunday oh he he's on the phone <laughs> he's at he's like you know, he's out in the hallway on the phone um i it seems to me that the the way to deal with the weather is to actually look at the weather report and prepare for Again, it rather than ignore it. Judge him during the game. If he had a game plan that seemed to, that seemed to be suited for seventy five degree weather, then you will know this whole time he actually has been truthful. If his game plan seems to be one that revolves around cold and snow, then you will know, as I'm telling you, he's lying. Well, we we may or may not talk to Sean McVay today. Um, we're trying to track down the coach. He has the same exact dilemma. They play at Green Bay on Monday. Oof. The projected temperature in Green Bay on Monday is zero. Zero degrees. So the Rams got to go into the cold, and I hope they're packing hand warmers and sweatshirts and everything else. I think if you run out in, in zero-degree weather, in short sleeves, with no preparation whatsoever, saying that I'm going to ignore it, it's just a state of mind, you're incredibly You know what's naive. weird, though? You will always see in these snow games, like in Buffalo or Green One Bay. One or two guys. One yeah. or two guys that are wearing just t-shirt like sleeves yep. and that's it those bobby guys are, wagner's already come out and said he's just wearing an undershirt and going those guys are psychos yeah there's something wrong with you if you're doing that uh but i would think if i was coaching in the nfl i would certainly prepare for cold weather i imagine and treat it is. like uh, it we'll see we'll see on Again, sunday so you gotta, john i can't say this enough he's lying okay <laughs> the man's so lying coming up next anita marks is going to join us the host of bet la and andy as you know we bet mythical money around mm-hmm uh, mythical money is this year has been pretty one-sided. Uh, Jorge Briones has 235k. The closest person to him is Bergman at 121. So Jorge's over a hundred thousand dollars ahead. But I have a plan. Parlay. Parlay King is back. The Parlay <laughs> King is nice back. and. I'm in cahoots with Anita Marks. We Uh-oh. have teamed up to take Jorge down, and we will do it next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So I am 41,000, Andy, in the bl- in the red, and Jorge is 135,000 in the black. There's only one thing to do when you're this far behind. I know what it is. Parlay. Yep. And uh, so what I did was... I'm going to bet almost. I was going to bet it all, but now I'm. I'm, I'm just going to leave myself a thousand dollars to do a hail mary parlay over the weekend if this doesn't go right. But I have full confidence in Anita. Here's all what right. I. Here's what I texted her last night. I said, "I need you to come up with a three team parlay, and whatever you come up with, I'm betting fifty eight k on." Now, Anita, if we hit this, if we hit this parlay, parlay six to one odds. It would put me at $348,000, and I would zoom past Jorge into the lead. Bergman, are you ready to write this down? I'm writing it down right now All at right. 58K. This is Anita nuts. Marks, I am in your hands. What is my three-team parlay to save the mythical money season? What are we going with? Parlay. Okay, so, so this is what we're going with. First and foremost, we're going to go Cincinnati, and you're going to bet them at minus two and a half. Okay. okay, follow follow me here. Okay. You're gonna okay. You're not gonna use the three. Probably at kickoff, it's gonna be three and a half. You're gonna go two and a half. Why? One of the best offenses since week nine. Mix and Jamar Chase, they're back. Who are they playing? Buccaneers. They're playing the Bucks. Okay, I like it. They're just god awful. Okay, right? Yep. Um, the Bucks. Tom Brady's dealing with a thumb issue. 29th in points per drive. I, lo- so, I love it. All right, that's okay. the first leg of our parlay. What's the second leg? Your second leg is you're going to go the Buffalo Bills minus six and a half. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, against Miami, Miami I got, like that in the cold. Yeah, you've Tua, got a, Tua sucks you, in the cold. Yeah, you've got a Hawaiian dude going to Buffalo. <laughs> Weather conditions are supposed to be absolutely horrendous. Um, meanwhile, Miami's just been god awful. This is this is their third straight road game, by the way, and their defense. Uh, has been on the field 150 plays the last two games. They're going to get demolished by the Bills. But I'm saying buy it down to minus six and a half because you just you you don't want the tie and you know right. you don't want the seven. And, okay. Okay. And then last but not least, this might be my favorite play, and this is because Huntley is expected to quarterback for the Ravens. I like the Ravens plus three and a half. And you could get that at minus 130. Huntley, again, expected to play. Deshaun Watson has just been absolutely terrible. 16 points in, 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 in eight quarters. Uh, their defense can't stop the run. J.K. Dobbins is back in action. Wait a minute. Did you say, I'm, uh, am I getting points with the Ravens? Yeah, you're or getting giving, three and a half. You're getting three and a half. You're getting three and a half. Against Cleveland? Yes. Oh, that's a beauty. I know okay. it is. All right. So also, Bergman, also if, really, really ahead, quick, Anita. really quick, uh, officiating. Brad Allen is the is is overseeing the officiating crew. The Ravens are eight and two in their last ten games with Brad Allen calling throwing the the, the yellow hankies. That's so, what I'm talking about. Bergman, Cincinnati, so now, Buffalo, and Baltimore. Put the money in my account right now. You're going to be I'm down back. to less than Mason after this. I'm back. But wait, it's not it's not six to one. It's it's so that parlay yeah. is plus four twenty six plus four. So how does that work? If I'm betting $58,000, what does it pay? 58 times four and a quarter. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not I, six to one. Why is it not six to one? Because you're because you're you're buying you because you understand that you're buying you're, you're taking Cincinnati and you're t- and you're, you're taking buying some points along the yeah. line. Yeah, right. you're taking Cincinnati saying. minus two and a half as a, as opposed to three. You're taking the Buffalo Bills okay. minus six so and a half. So somebody who understands gambling, do the math on that and tell me what I'm the doing it right now. Be. Okay, all right. So Anita, let's get you win two hundred forty six thousand five hundred. Does that do it for you? Yes, that puts me ahead of Jorge. Fantastic. There right. we go. Okay. And then do I win 246,000? Do I keep my original 58? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's that's plan. Are Nina and I the only people who know how gambling works? <laughs> Apparently. I just don't understand the whole buying oh of the points God. thing. Oh well, God. that's all I needed to know. If, if I when I race past Jorge, I just think I just I'd go send, on the swag. He's naive babies, yeah. Anita. All right. Okay, so Anita, you may have just said it, but as we look at this weekend, is mm-hmm. is that your best bet? Is the Baltimore game or is there something else? I can't. I can't really say that I have a quote unquote best bet. I will say these are my top three. Okay. okay? Perfect. And that's why I'm. That's why I'm giving them to you. These are. These are my top three bets. Okay. Um, so let's. Let's. That's. That's perfect. I appreciate you doing that for me. Mm-hmm. Let's work. Let's work on on a clock here. Tonight mm-hmm. is a really interesting game. Um, we've got Seattle, San Francisco. Do we know yet who's playing quarterback for the Niners? I believe it's Purdy. Are you guys hearing anything? Opposite? I heard he's questionable. He questionable with the ribs. Yeah, yeah. But I, got a rib injury, but um, I, yeah, I, I I believe he's going to play. Okay, so if he plays, what do you? Who do you like tonight? How do you bet that game? Yeah, I, I like Seattle here. I like Seattle getting the hook. I like them getting three and a half. I, I think this is going to be a close game. Um, you know, they're scoring twenty four, if not more, points. Uh, their last six six of their last seven games, forty two percent of their drives reach the red zone. Um, you know. Uh, the big key here for Geno Smith, I know he threw two picks, and that's why they lost to Carolina last week, is Ken Walker being active and attractive. When Ken Walker's there, even though, understand that even though the 49ers are good against the run, when you have a running back threat like that, it opens things up from play action, and that's really what's been feeding the success for Geno Smith. Uh, so, so, So first and foremost, it's that. Also, this is Purdy's first road game. As you said, he's dealing with some oblique injury. And now the 49ers have had five home games except one visit to Mexico where they took on the Carolina, the, uh, the, the uh, Arizona Cardinals. So, you know, they, they haven't really been playing away from home a lot. So, uh, and weather conditions are not supposed to be the best tonight in Seattle. A couple things. First of all, Adam Schefter is reporting that Brock Purdy is expected to play. Okay. Yeah. But the other question I had for you, Nita, is given that Brock Purdy is a totally unknown commodity and they're playing in Seattle, which is a difficult place, and Seattle's been solid this year, are you surprised that San Francisco's still getting three and a half points? Or they're, um, I, I am. they're giving and, up three and a half, I mean. Giving up three and a half. Yeah, I, I mean, I am. I, I think a lot of it is the fact that uh, Seattle has lost three of their last four games. Um, and, and and the 49ers defense is, is just so damn good. And Purdy's been really um, surprisingly great with, with Kyle's system. So I think all those reasons why the odds makers are saying, okay. Again, I like the, I like the hook. I like the hook is what has me hooked to this line. I like Seattle plus three and a half. I wouldn't play them at three. I like it at three and a half. My best bet here is, is Christian McCaffrey over 36 and a half receiving yards. He's got a 30% target share and now Debo Samuel's out. So that target share should go up. 
Seattle plays a too high safety, and so they like to keep everything underneath, and that's the wheelhouse for Christian McCaffrey and Purdy tonight. Captain Checkdown. So I like my best bet tonight is McCaffrey over 36 and a half receiving yards. All right. Inter- interesting game at SoFi this weekend. The Tennessee Titans, who like a month ago need to look pretty good, but then they've just stunk for like three weeks in a row, are coming in here to play the Chargers. What's the right side of that game? I don't have a side here because both teams are have so many injuries, right? Like, and the reason Tennessee has been playing so bad is because they they have so many injuries on their defense. Um, get this. This is really interesting. Some interesting stats here. The Tennessee Titans have 1,400 fewer passing yards than their opponent. The Chargers have over 800 fewer rushing yards than their opponent. Tennessee has allowed the second most touchdowns outside of the red zone at 11. The Chargers have allowed the most at 15. Both these matchups bode well for both these teams and what they do well. Herbert passing the ball against Tennessee. Their pass defense is horrendous. Derrick Henry running the ball. The Chargers run defense is horrendous. The play here, guys, is the over at 46 and a half. I just think that's a hard game to bet because both those teams make winning look really, really hard. You know what I mean? Like both of those teams, if they win, you, you see it along the way. So it's hard to get confidence in with either of them. Okay, Anita, the Raiders coming off that collapse against the Rams, taking on the Patriots, they're five and eight. They're giving up a point. Why? That that's that's a great question. <laughs> you know, um, again, I, I was in LA, went to the game. Of course, came to your your post game uh, Rams post game show and 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 talked about it. You know, I, and, and I think a lot had to do with the fact that the Raiders were coming in. I think they underestimated a Baker Mayfield, right? Like just three days off the plane. You know, what's he going to do? Not engineer a 98-yard drive to beat the Raiders. And I think Josh McDaniels, I think you, you've got to hold him accountable. I, I mean, he played scared. You know, his sphincter muscle tightened up um, a lot. And, uh, and and I think just played scared and didn't play aggressively. So not to take anything away from the Rams, not to take anything away from Baker. I just I, I just think it was a horrible game that was called by 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 the coaching staff and and also I think it was a Raiders team coming off a really exciting win uh, the previous week against the Ra- the, the Chargers and then coming in and underestimating the Rams. Listen, I love Mac Jones. I felt that Mac Jones was the best quarterback coming out of that draft class. I hate this offense. I hate this this Patriots offense. I can't stand it. It doesn't fit him. Um, they've got a lot of injuries. Uh, to me, the play here is the under because the Patriots defense is so good. But at the same time, the Patriots offense really can't do much. I think the play there is the under in that matchup. I don't like either of those ball clubs, so I don't have a side. Okay, so Anita, I, I want to ask you two more questions. Mm-hmm. So g- give me like a one-minute answer to this. Sure. You, you sure. mentioned Baker Mayfield. Rams are going into Green Bay on Monday night where it's going to be zero degrees. Any yeah. confidence at all that the Rams None. could uh, – you, you're, you're, you're betting the Packers? No, bet against L.A. Tune in tonight. Uh, that's true. Yeah, you, you've, you've had some right? success doing that. Yeah, yeah you got Aaron Rodgers uh, coming in. Uh, nine three and one against the spread off of by twenty three eleven and one against the spread at home in prime time. As you said, weather conditions uh, are going to be brutal for a team that plays in sunny California and and pretty much a temperature controlled stadium. Okay, so, yeah, La- no, yeah. Last thing for you, I saw mm-hmm. a stunning stat today. The overall scores in the NFL this year are way way down. 
the the total points per game is the lowest it's been since like pre nineteen fifty. Um, is that an opportunity for betters? In other words, do you look at these games each week and say, "I'm going under," or has Vegas adjusted? Are the over unders so low that you can't take advantage of that? I think Vegas has uh, adjusted, uh, you know. But but for me, I, you know, it's 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 each matchup. Right. Like like I'm looking, you know, a lot of people will look at this Jags Dallas matchup, for example, and be like, oh, wow, the Jags, they're they're you know, they, they're they're bad in Dallas. They've got such a great defense. I actually like the over here. It's at 46 and a half. Um, you know, this is this is a Jags team. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has, has been playing extremely well. And you've got a lot of injuries in the secondary for the Dallas Cowboys and the Jags are at home. So, uh, you know, I, for me, it's just I just do a deep dive each and every week to every single matchup. And, and I go from there. I don't necessarily follow the trends, quote unquote, uh, when it comes to over and unders. Uh, all right, Anita, if uh, what's your favorite thing to drink? Do you like uh, <laughs> do you like beer? You like wine? You like? Oh, uh, I'm 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 a wine snob. Okay, I will. If you hit this parlay and I pass <laughs> Jorge this weekend, I will send you a great bottle of wine as a thank you. So root hard for this parlay, okay? Done. Again, just to recap really quick, Cincinnati minus two and a half, the Bills minus six and a half, the Ravens plus three and a half, and that parlay is at plus 426. Good luck, dude. Thank you. And you hear that, Bergman? (laughs) That's what winning sounds like. That's coming from the back of the pack. Anita, have a great weekend. You got it. All right. There's Anita Marks. and uh, there's you've never won one, so let's what see. What are you talking about? Time. I came within a field goal of you, coming from behind. But you to lost. Beat. Wait, I hit five out of six, and the but, stupid kicker hit lost. the uprighter. I would have taken your one and only mythical money title. You but know what? You I missed win. I miscalculated this because I multiplied it by four and a quarter as opposed yeah. to four point two six. Yeah, you stand to win. 247,000 as opposed to 245. All right, 247 plus I keep my 58, yes, right? Yes. That zooms me You past obviously Jorge. get to keep your original bet. <laughs> That's right. how betting works. Jorge, eat my dust. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, we got Bobcat coming up a little bit later on. Matthew Berry coming up at 3 o'clock. You got fantasy football questions. Lots to do today. Andy Kamenitsky in for Mace. I'm John Ireland. Uh, ESPN LA. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And is this from Love Actually? No. <laughs> That's Brandon, always the you movie you go is, to. Don't you? You're about to, you're, it, she's about to announce her presence with authority. Oh, yeah. Right now. Oh, is this uh, Whitney? Yes. Okay, is this from The Preacher's Wife yep. or something? Okay. It's the best 
version of Joy to the World I've ever heard. Wow, I didn't realize this was Joy to the World. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, and she does it at a church in oh, the yeah. movie. And Denzel, the movie with Denzel. Denzel's in yeah. the movie, and Gregory Hines is in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, uh, it's if, you, if you're looking for a, an underrated Believe- Christmas movie, go for this. Um, okay, so. Or Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Jingle All the Way is so freaking overrated. What Jingle is wrong All the Way. What was the thing that you got so upset with Clinton Yates about? He's going to a to a, a, a no he no, spends oh. he spends an inordinate amount of time watching people clean stuff up on TikTok. Is that better or worse than Jingle All the Way or the Pistachio thing? The Pistachio thing is the stupidest thing of all time. <laughs> the, the, the the reason the reason I unfollow Greg on a regular basis is every once in a while he'll tweet something like this. There is nothing worse. Nothing. Not Andy, not the pandemic. Not 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 famine, not a ten game Lakers losing streak. Death of a loved one. Yes, nothing worse, according to Greg Bergman, in the world than being unable to open a pistachio. It's very frustrating. You know, I, I will say, in Greg's defense, <laughs> oh, do he, not defend him for that. He's Thank wrong you. that there's nothing worse, but in the moment, it does feel like there's nothing and then worse. Right at the time, it's so frustrating. Okay, and then didn't you add a, like an absurd sentence <laughs> no, like, like <laughs> I'm being deprived of a quality pistachio nut with well, an exclamation point? Well, it is my point. pinned tweet, so I can just go look at it. Yeah. I'm missing out on a quality pistachio nut, yes. And hashtag pistachios are good. Now, what does that mean? Uh, oh, I didn't even say that. Is that an old thing? Um, okay. No. <laughs> so Andy sent me a weird story that I wanted to ask you guys about. Um, Greg, I think you're right. Yeah, save that. I'll never say that again. Um, AI, John. AI. The, that's true. We can live on, we can live on forever. Um, so, Greg, I'll, I'll start with you on this. Okay. You're in, a, you're in a coffee shop, okay? Yes. Good coffee? Sure. <laughs> A person you do not know, yeah, sees you sitting there. You're working. You're you know texting people and maybe get your computer out. You're having a cup of coffee. You're you're entrenched. You look like you're going to be there for a few. minutes. I'm writing an article. Yeah. Uh, a guy walks up to you and goes, "Hey man, I just got to uh, go to the bathroom. Can you do me a favor and watch my laptop so nobody runs off with it? What do you do? Sure, no problem. Got you. Okay, um, Andy." This person wrote an article suggesting that 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 the person who asked Greg should never ask. Yes, uh, th- there was a tweet that went viral from someone. Uh, her name is Alex underscore Abads, okay. and I don't know the the I don't know the magazine or online right. whatever it was, but the section is culture and lifestyle. Dear fellow cafe goers, please don't ask me to watch your laptop. Asking a stranger to watch your pricey belongings is oftentimes irrational, disruptive, and there's a paragraph that was tweeted out with it that gets into the idea of it seems like an easy ask in the moment, but what if, say, a thief came up there? What is this person now watching the laptop expected to do? Maybe this person's violent. What if this person has um, an illness or disability that you're not aware of that prevents them from stepping in? What if they have kids or they're a caregiver of some time and then of some kind and all of a sudden you're taking them away from being able to uh monitor this child or this elderly person in the future like what if they are on parole and they're worried about violating uh any conditions if they end up in a physical you know what, altercation? You know what my response is 
What if we get hit by a meteor? What if, what if, what if? This person, Alex underscore Bonds, she retweeted that excerpt with literally just want to pee. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that, nothing more to it. it, Jorge, isn't it an incredibly jerk move if you say no? If if you're the guy next to me in the coffee shop and I go, hey, man, I just got to hit the bathroom for a second. You might keep an eye on my laptop. Sure. Why not? Okay. Think of how weird it would be if your response to that question was, can't do it. Nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> nope. You I, don't take want it. The, I don't want the ex- responsibility. I don't want that. You should take it with you. Can't yeah, do it. I mean, it'd be one thing if you said, you know what? I really can't. I'm leaving in like five minutes. I, I'm yes. worried that I will be gone before you're done in the bathroom. That's an acceptable answer. Yeah, or I'm, you know what? I'm just stepping out. Right. But then it's awkward as hell when they come back from the bathroom and you're still sitting there working on your stuff. But, but the answer, I can't do it. Because I'm worried about the ramifications of what happens if some unknown thief comes in here and, you know, you don't know if I'm on parole. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot going on there. In general, I try not to ask strangers to do anything. Like, do you, would you ever ask somebody to keep an eye on your laptop? I have before. That, that you don't know, a stranger. Yeah. Yeah. What were the circumstances under which you could not take the laptop with you? I just don't want to take it into the bathroom with me. And I'm worried about giving up the table. Like, if it's a crowded coffee oh, house, yeah. you want to keep yeah. your table. Didn't think of that. Be- beyond, you know, I'm not a weirdo like Mason taking my laptop into yeah, the bathroom. Yeah, Mason would just That's take it with thing. him. He takes it into the bathroom well, with him. Well, uh, it, w- what we've discovered about Mason is his hygiene so is off the chart weird. I mean, this is a guy who eats in bed, oftentimes naked, 300 days a year. Right, but you, you also know. you defended him, and Andy, I wonder what you think about this. He brought in a Starbucks cup into the bathroom, left it there for an hour, Brought it back out and then drank it. Okay. I'm not doing that. All right. No. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Now, wait a minute. What do you think would have happened to it? I don't care. <laughs> I That's don't the right care. answer. Not, I am not going back to that coffee after an hour in the bathroom. Just, it's an unappetizing thought. You never know if some weirdo wants to put something in it thinking what, you'll come back under for it. what condition would a weirdo put something I don't in know, the they're weirdos and then leave it there it was in a bathroom stall for an hour they would John. eventually hear about the person who because there'd be you know some type of news report about it the weirdo in the LA live ESPN building who freaked out after drinking his coffee that was left in the in the bath stall bathroom stall like they're they're weird they wait around for weird stuff like that to yeah. pay off I, I think you guys are all paranoid idiots Oh, no, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, the person who won't watch the laptop, you're a paranoid idiot. The person who was worried about the... Wait, so, okay, so what you're suggesting, Andy, is that someone sees Mason's drink in the corner of the bathroom stall. He then alters said drink mm-hmm. with some type of, like you see in a movie, like a little yeah. powdery Oh, it's substance. coming from a vial. There's no question. Then, then he leaves... Randomly, why would he waste the poison or the whatever the powder is on somebody that may never that drink may be there in two days? You got to play the odds. Oh, you're it's also <laughs> particles. There are particles oh, in the particles. air. Particles. It's also too. I mean, look, depending on where you leave said coffee, you never know how washed or unwashed the hands were that moved the cup around. Like, I'm just, I'm not doing it. I don't need the coffee again that badly. Yeah, you guys, right? Go get a new coffee. <sighs> Just, no, no, no. You're yeah. gross if you think it's the same thing. It's I don't think I would test it was on parole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, coming up next, Bobcat. We'll get Bergman in here. He'll throw a bunch of stuff at us. ESPN LA. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 
Six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Thank you very much, Chris and Amanda. All right, so Tracy McGrady says that when he signed his massive deal with the Orlando Magic, his first check was $500,000. John, are you with me here? Okay, good. Uh, he took the money out in cash and threw it all around his room. So what would you do with $500,000 from a massive multi, multi-million dollar contract? I don't think I would spread it all out in a bed and roll around it. And I'd be too nervous I was going to get robbed. Uh, I would immediately... But you're in your own bed. Yeah, I would immediately... <laughs> uh, I would. Uh, wait a minute. So he had the actual cash? The actual cash, and he threw it all around his room. No. Uh, I'm, I'm taking that straight... I want it in a... I, I, I want it wired to a bank. I'd be too nervous something I would, I would lose it or do something stupid with it. Not gonna lie, I am picturing the indecent proposal rolling around nude right, in that five hundred right. grand. <laughs> that sounds incredible. I would totally do that. You wouldn't do it, Amanda? Would you do that? What would you do with five hundred thousand dollars? Straight to the bank. Straight to yeah. the bank. I'm with, yeah. I'm with Amanda. Yeah. Jorge, come on. No, I'm doing the whole experience, Jorge. Oh, if I'm half. doing this thing, I'm doing it <laughs> no. for real. Half in the bank and the other half to roll around. <laughs> All right, two hundred fifty in. All right, perfect, perfect. Bobcat. All right, so. Jackass star Steve-O does some crazy things, but this one is interesting. He got engaged in 2018, but he made sure that both he and his fiance Lux Wright wore engagement rings, saying, it's insane that only women wear engagement rings, so I want to wear one too. What do you think about both people in engagement wearing an engagement ring? Uh, I, I don't think it's crazy, but I'm, I, I've, I also am somewhat traditional. I, I think... Only the woman should wear the engagement ring. I mean, I, 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 I'm not even wearing my wedding ring now because I played golf today, so I, I'm always afraid I'm going to lose it. Um, but I, I think because men are often the suitors, the engagement ring sends the signal she's off the market. And, you know, guys with wedding rings hit on girls. I mean, so no, I don't think guys, I, this isn't going to catch on. It feels like a lot of money to be spending on rings. Right, because you're already buying two wedding rings, and the engagement ring typically for the woman. And by the way, my wedding ring is one tenth the cost no, of my wife. Well, that's the other thing I was getting at. The engagement ring is always more expensive than the wedding ring, for the most part. Right. So that's an awfully big ring budget. Like you really got to want a fourth ring to go there. It, just, it that seems better spent yeah, it, on your Steve-O future together. Is getting a kickback Greg from uh like uh Robin's Brothers or something? No, oh, yeah, I mean maybe, but I either way, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. If he likes wearing the engagement ring, like, you know, that's fine. No, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I just don't think it's going to catch on, do you? No, I mean maybe eventually. He's going to need that money for hospital bills and stuff <laughs> right. like that. Like he really has no <laughs> he, business he buying does. a fourth ring. <laughs> right. What about Amanda? Would you care if your fiance was wearing an engagement ring also? I don't care, but 
I I agree with John. I'm more like you know traditional. One person asks, the other person you know accepts. Accepts. Right. Okay, but what if? Okay, this is interesting. I mean, if you wanted to, I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, sometimes the woman actually yeah, proposes. I, but I would say less than ten percent of the sure, time. But you? in that particular case, then it, what happens? Does the woman give the man a ring? I don't know. That's like, how does that work? That's a great question. And then you, does, does he have to go know, buy a ring? Does anyone right. know anyone here? Jorge, when Brenda proposed to you, did you wear an engagement ring? Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I... Jorge's like, here, I bet I can get you to marry me or yeah, I'll yeah. give you 20 bucks. 50 bucks and you put a ring on my finger. <laughs> I don't think I know anyone who was in a, who's a married couple where the woman proposed to a man. Do you, yeah, do you guys I, know I don't either, but I'm also wondering, know. like, what's the protocol at that point? Does, does she get you a ring, the man a ring, or does the man then go out to get the woman a ring after she proposed? It's a great question. Um... Yeah, I guess if you know, I'd be curious if any of our listeners, if that happened to any of our listeners, yeah, somebody, I'd love to hear about yeah, that. Yeah, somebody send that, send us some answers. Um, Andy, what's your Twitter? Uh, you're at Cam Brothers, right? At Cam Brothers, yeah. Yeah, and I'm at LA Ireland. Somebody, if 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 you were a woman that asked a guy to marry you, do you then give him a ring? I or did. were you? Are you a guy who had a woman ask you? Right. Either way. How did that e- go? Either way. Good. Yeah. Good idea. What's that, fool? <laughs> who is that? That's my thing. Oh, my thing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. All right. Is it you, Jorge? Yeah, it's me. Okay. So yesterday I was pumping gas and there was a guy, you know, there's like a water and air like machine there, right? Right. So there's a guy pretending to put air on his car. Car was off. Okay. So he comes up to me and I'm thinking, man, this guy's going to ask me for a buck. He's going to ask me for something. I never expected this from him. He says, hey, man, I have a breathalyzer in my car. Do you mind blowing on it so I can turn it on and drive home? And I said, you know oh, what? Oh wow! Yeah. What, a, what a moral wow. dilemma. So I said, you know what, man? Like I'm in a I'm in a hurry. Like I like I just finished pumping <laughs> gas. I gotta go. Like I'm so sorry. So then he rolls around, asks a different guy. That guy, I guess, helped him, and he yells back at me, "Thanks, you a hole." And then he. Just I disagree. Yeah. I don't think you're an a hole. As a matter of fact, I think you did a a public service for right. the community. If he's too, I'm, I'm assuming, Greg, in that scenario, he's too drunk. To pass the breathalyzer, right. right? Yes, absolutely. And you did the exact right thing. No way do you He's let pr- someone get in the I, car. You know, as a matter of fact, I think that if he, Jorge, would have gone out and injured or killed someone, that you possibly could have been liable if somebody saw what happened, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think you have any responsibility to help that guy. No, I, first of all, if that guy had a breathalyzer with him, you wonder if he's somebody who's had a past DUI. Well, he has, has to be. And he can't start his car. No, Andy, that's what they do to you if you've right. had a DUI is they put that mechanism in right. your car yeah. so th- this guy obviously thought he wasn't going to be able to you should have just said Jorge no man I can't I'm hammered myself <laughs> right. oh. I'm totally drunk that Andy that's the answer <laughs> that is absolutely the answer no but I matter of fact I think the guy who helped him made a mistake you know I'm I, I oh, consider he- myself helpful but I'd, I'd be like, come on, man. No, I mean, I'm sure that guy I guess could... I would ask, why can't you blow on it? Well, the, I think the answer is pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> but you would be leaving yourself legally liable if that guy well, went out and got into an not, accident. I used to be a bartender, and I don't know if this is still the case, but you used to be a bartender. Yep. So do you know if it's still the case that if we overserve someone at the bar that we're partially liable if he goes out and, and, and gets in an accident? I don't know if you are automatically partially liable, but I do know you would be vulnerable to a lawsuit. Right. Yeah, Jorge, I think you handled that absolutely right. Yeah, there's no way I was going to help him out with that. Yeah, 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 well done. By the way, uh, I have a friend that works for a jewelry company yeah. and says that, yes, the woman gets the guys the ring. Uh, she's actually sold a few. And also that she sells actual diamond and gadget rings for men. Huh. 
Wow. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Diamond wow. engagement wow. ring for men. There, who knew? Wow. Who knew? All right, Bergman, what do you got? Bobcat. Okay, first oh, it's off, Amanda. it's my turn again. Good. Um, I would like to actually change the name of this segment to What's Up, Fool, instead of Bobcat. And then you, and and then, what's up, Fool? And we play that between everyone now instead of Bobcat. That's yeah. just, I'm putting this out there. I, I don't totally up it. for that, by it's, the way. It's, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a big yeah. fan. And, and then play, instead of saying Bobcat, yeah. Bobcat. play Night Tag. Yeah. What's up, Fool? <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like it would make everybody well, laugh, I gar- okay. right? Amanda, like, I guarantee, I don't know what Mason's going to say, but I guarantee you we're doing that tomorrow. Right, I, I think here. I, it's just it's it's an idea. Yep, I, I like, like it. it. I love so. it. So All as right. we're moving on, what's that, fool? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a woman. <laughs> See, everybody will laugh. I know it's great. Right, it's it's awesome. All right, so yeah. a woman from England is going viral on Twitter for her recollection of a disastrous first date. Okay, so um, she went on a date with this guy. She met him at the London Zoo, and at the gate, he asked if she would mind paying for her own ticket, which she said, yeah, at which point he pulled out a two-for-one voucher, so she paid for her <laughs> ticket, and he went in for free. <laughs> okay, well, it gets better, right? So she was nice enough, like, they go hang out at the zoo, right? And then she made an excuse that, okay, like, you know, hey... It's, you know, I'm, it's time to go. I needed to go do Christmas shopping, even though it was in August. And yeah. she knew it was a lame excuse, which at that point, he grabbed her in a headlock and smashed his teeth into her teeth trying to kiss her. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if I want to know how this date ended. No. So, I mean, that's it, it ended. She, like, okay. left. But So, my question for you guys there, is- Now, there's somebody, Amanda, who should have asked for- <laughs> yeah, before, yeah. yeah. There's a hundred so, I, I mean, there's like a, there's a million questions I could ask here, but mine is, do you guys recall any really bad first dates that you had? Yeah, there was a date I went on one time. I think I met this girl at the laundromat, <laughs> but she spent, I want to make this clear, this is her version of reality. I don't know if she was telling the truth or not, just in case someone's listening. She spent the entire first date talking about an affair that she had with the singer to the band Everclear. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm not joking. She spent the entire Did day. Did she think that would reflect favorably on her? I don't know what she thought, because every time I kept trying to steer it somewhere else, she kept steering it back Like to Was that, that like her badge of honor? Right, I don't honest, know if she thought I'd be impressed. Answer, was there ever a second date? No, there was not. Okay. That was it. No, no. One and done. All right, John, any for you from back in the she day? She like a I good had, band. I, I remember I had a date once that to a college fraternity party and I said, okay, we're going to go to this pre-party first and I get to the pre-party and there is no pre-party. Nobody's there. Door's locked. I got it wrong. Blah, blah. I go, okay, let's go to this other bar that I know my friends will be at and then we'll go to the actual party. We go to the bar where I think my friends are going to be at. The bar is closed for a <laughs> private event. Like just nothing. Then I got a flat tire. It's like the the Ooh. complete disaster of a first date. Couldn't have gone anywhere. This girl was so cool the entire time. Just rolled with. I ended up dating her for like three months. She's great. And all because I, I said, this is a girl who will roll with the punches. That sounds so. like actually all told a pretty good first date. Yeah. yeah there but was I a mean, second date. I, I just kept stepping in it. You know, the, 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 uh, go to the go to the first place. Not happening. Go to the second place. Not happening. Blow a tire. You know, I was like, do you ever see the movie Hitch? Yeah. Yes. Where Will Smith rents the jet skis. And, mm-hmm. and from that point forward, everything goes wrong. He kicks Ava Mendez in the head. 
sends her into the water. He <laughs> he. They go up and look at at her grandfather who came through Ellis Island, and it turned out the guy was a mass murderer. <laughs> and then and then uh, he's saying goodbye to her, and he slams his shirt in the car door and rips his shirt. And it, like could not. And at, at in that movie, she they said, "Wait, is that Ellis Island? That guy wants to go out with you again?" She goes. Didn't he crash and burn? She goes, yeah, but he crashed and burned spectacularly. <laughs> like, you know, there there can be triumph in chaos. You well, know? I think if you show the ability to turn something, like you said, chaotic or stressful into fun, that can seem like a turn on. Like, because you start picturing yourself with that person and thinking about how they react to certain things. If you guys were together, can this person make bad things fun somehow? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, and and, and oftentimes it works. I had right. a, that I was had a good question. I had a Amanda. really bad one, guys. So I met this guy for coffee. What rock star was he with? <laughs> None. <laughs> but the guy, the whole time, the guy proceeded to talk about how he had a codependency issue and how his ex girlfriend beat him in public one time. Oof. Why, yeah. why would he huh. think that's something you would want to know? I don't, I, I don't know. Especially that early. On the uh, first date? Oh, yeah, on the first date. It was a coffee date. That is Yikes. heavy. And, on a coffee date? Yeah. And I remember, like, you know, I made an excuse to to leave, and I walk him to the corner, and he's like, oh, we should do this again. And I'm like, no. All right, I mean, I'm going to make you the offer I once made to Laura Romo. Um, if you ever uh, go out on a date that, and this is years ago, I did this for Laura, um, and you think there's a chance it could go south... Uh, I will place a courtesy call to you halfway through the <laughs> date to offer help. you an off-ramp. So what I did with Laura was, I she said, I'm going out with this guy. I just don't know how this is going to go. Oh, I know which one this is. I know exactly oh, what really? you're talking about. Yes. And I go, well, what time are you going to be out? He, she goes, I'm meeting him for a drink at 7.30. I said, do you want me to call you at 7.45? She said, well, could, could you? I go, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you and I'm going to say, do you need anything? And if you say yes... I mean, that means I'm gonna you're, you're getting out. If you say no, everything's good. Then I know you're good. And right when I called her, she answered the phone. I go, "Do you need anything?" She goes, "No, everything's good." So it was it was fine. Um, but I, I mean, I will offer that service to you All right. as well. I appreciate so if that. If you ever need that, I appreciate uh, it. Greg, is that it? What's that, fool? Yep. Okay, coming up next, Matthew Berry. If if you have questions about fantasy football, a lot of people in the playoffs, a lot of people uh, wrapping up their seasons, uh, Matthew can tell you who to play now. Let me give you a little advice here. Do not call with like a seven-part question. Uh, just say, I have either Jerry Judy or Tyler Boyd. Uh, you give, give him this two or options. That. This or that. 877-710-3776. Or you can tweet us at Cam Brothers, at LA Ireland, Matthew Berry, the talented Mr. Roto from NBC, will join us next. Mason in Ireland, ESPN LA.